I'm getting green. No time like the present. It's the whip around here right now for you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Phil Laporta and I do the macabre side of things. The darkness is me and I am the darkness, but I'm not alone because I've got a light at the end of my tunnel sitting right across from me. That is right. And I am Sean Hayes, uh, the light bringer, if you will, the Lucifer to the podcasting universe. <laughs> and I do the science, which should let you know that I don't believe the previous thing that I said. Uh, yeah, Perfect. I'm happy to, I'm just happy to be here. I'm glad you are. So Sean, tell me, what's up with you? Well, rehearsals keep going. They're cool. Uh, it's more difficult to socialize in a musical setting. That is a I'm, strange for me, statement, sir. For me, for me. It's, it's like, I, I'll leave it at this. I think a lot about the quote from uh, Fear and Loathing when he discusses, I think he's just talking about Vegas. And he says, like, I can never properly express myself in this climate. Right. Well, I think about when people are singing and dancing, I struggle t- to properly express Just myself. don't want to carry on a conversation well, in melodically? More like I can't. <laughs> and, then, and then it's probably, it's like talking to someone who's blinking deliberately for the person who's talking to me <laughs> Great. at Thank- a musical rehearsal because it's Thanks. like he's saying the words. Because now I'm going to think about blinking for the next but no, five minutes. People are really cool. It's going to be a great show. It's just, I, it's me. I'm a very socially, I forgot that I was socially anxious because I was so excited to be in the show. So it's like I burst in, you know, energy wise or whatever. And it's like, <sighs> you know, like you come in, ba 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 What's up with you? I mean, I guess I'm fine, sort of. Yeah. I feel sound great. I feel better than I sound. Um, I don't know if it is the pollening. You must feel pretty shitty. I don't know if (laughs) I don't know if it's the pollening or if it's the end of a head cold I've had, but I'm underslept. Yeah, a lot of orgasmic trees out there. Oh, they're starting, and as soon you know what. I started to feel this in the back of my throat, and I looked at my kitchen window, and sure enough, the lilac bush, it's like, I'm getting green. Like, you fucker. But it's worth it. That thing is gorgeous, and lilacs smell like heaven itself. Yeah, if you can smell them. If you're oh, me. Yeah, right. if, if <laughs> you're hey. me. Hey, you know. If you're me, the moment you go near them, you have a sneezing fit to, you know, knock everybody over within a five-mile radius. It is not a good scene. So, uh, well, Phil, you know what I think is a really good scene? What's a good scene? A free and clear track because it's clear when the weird news comes through because choo choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for train lick. Train lick headlines. It's time for train wreck headlines! Art. Art. I know it when I see it. Oh. Incredibly smooth, sir. Thankfully, it's an audio format, so they don't have to worry about the art that I'm giving you directly right now. Actually, that's true, because I just pulled a cord from my crotch. <laughs> All right, Phil. Well, uh, you and everybody else know how we do this every week. I'm going to give you a grand total of six headlines that I have pulled from someplace. Your job is to tell me whether what you're focused... You, <laughs> you are going to tell me which one of those six has made it only five real and one fake. So spot that fake, win that day. <laughs> it's more than I deserve. Uh, anyhow, Phil, you ready? Uh, I th- as ready as I'll ever be. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With the shimmy. That was the biggest shimmy I've ever done on this show. <laughs> okay, here we go. 
full set of teeth left behind at British restaurant. Oh, okay. Billionaire facing record tax fraud case. The IRS is being mean. <laughs> Arizona Research Company will pay up to $1,200 a month for your poop. Doritos bags will now have five fewer chips thanks to inflation. Soccer announcer bravely forgoes euphemism, says penis. And Goldman Sachs CEO will perform at Lollapalooza. Oh, my God. I cannot believe what I am hearing because it is that slow. Oh! Full set of teeth left behind a British restaurant billionaire facing terror tax fraud case. IRS is being mean. Arizona Research Company will pay up to $1,200 a month for your poop. Doritos bags will now have five fewer chips thanks to inflation. Soccer announcer Raven forgoes euphemism says penis Goldman Sachs CEO of Lollapalooza. Wow. Nicely done. Almost an A, I think, that I earned just this. <laughs> B plus. Uh, solid A minus for me. Good work. Don't, oh, sell, don't you. sell yourself short. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the punchy kicky judge gave me a nine. I, um... I've heard of one of these. Okay. I can I can say that with confidence. Okay. The rest of them hmm. have not heard. Hmm. Um, can I hear the second one again, please? Billionaire facing record tax fraud case. The IRS is being mean. So that's in quotations. I, I, I'd assumed I was going to ask for mm-hmm. clarification. Billionaire facing record tax fraud case, colon, quote, the IRS is being mean, end quote. Billionaires colon facing record tax fraud case. You wish. I tell you. We all wish. Don't we all? Pay through the nose? I think not. I hope when they're done, it's only a semicolon. They take that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can I hear that last one again? Goldman Sachs CEO will perform at Lollapalooza. There, there's something about both of those. To that- be clear with everyone, these are all recent headlines. You know, I'm not going into the archives. I... I- I am not up on my music festivals. Obviously, it's not my not my not my genre, not my milieu, not my uh, bagpipes. Yeah, it's not you, my bag of pipes. Will, not my bag of pipes. And uh, so, Daisy. So, <laughs> so it, it is odd, mm. but I feel like the statement "the IRS is being mean" is just a little too. It's a little too weak for someone being investigated by the IRS, and I, I don't think I don't think no. I, I think the second one. Is fake. Billionaire facing record tax fraud case. The IRS is being mean. Yeah. Phil says it's fake. And? It's real. Oh. It's actually real. He's got a lot more to say, but uh, yeah. It's one of the is, few times I wish the IRS would be mean. actually being quoted okay. with this long pronounced stuff and then also like they are being mean. <laughs> They're being mean to me. So lame. So was Do you want to try again? Well, I was going to ask, was it the CEO at Lollapalooza then? CEO, uh, Goldman Sachs CEO, CEO at Lollapalooza? Yeah. Also real. I see. I also ha- real. Now, there's even, if you Google it, like, there's like, I guess like an, uh, like a rehearsal space or him on a stage. Like they're saying he's going to really? come out. Now, is he going to jam? What is he going to do? He's going to do some kind of presentation. But it's supposed to be a performance. He's going well, to do uh, t- I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the best PowerPoint Lollapalooza's exactly, ever seen. Exactly. Exactly. Um, to be honest with you, much like you have told me, like, don't worry about it. Just get the headlines. I read about two sentences. It was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to use the headline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh God! Then, then I, I got to be honest. I don't even necessarily. I know the Doritos one is real, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yes, that uh, is. But I could not tell you. Uh, I, I. Oh man, what was the fake one? I have no idea. None of them were fake, Phil. April Fool's Day! <laughs> April Fool's! April Fool's! April Fool's! April Fool's! April Fool's! Are you happy with yourself? I got you. Are you happy with yourself? It's like, it's fucked up, right? Like, I just flipped your whole world. You yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, dummy. you switched you everything. No what a jerk. Was coming. All of a sudden, Not even it was a clue. It was it just was nothing just like was happening. It was science! <laughs> it still matters, damn it. 
Yeah, it hurts that much, doesn't it? Hurts it? every time. Yes, it does. Every time it's done. Now, uh, this week <laughs> on science, uh, I wanted to kind of keep things normal. And so what we're looking it's at. It's not, not, not keeping in brand, buddy. What we're, what we're looking at this week is hope. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Thank e- you, my ray of sunshine. Thank even you. as it's been terribly oversimplified by people whose greed far outpaces their willingness to actually understand shit. Standard operating procedure. <laughs> yeah, but hope, hope, more hope. <laughs> With all the news about weapons and war, white supremacist dickheads out there, don't you just want to get away from it all sometimes? That's normally what the show is for, Sean. Well, but where would you go? Aside from the soothing, the wherever the soothing waves of our uh, waveforms carry wherever you. Wherever fine pods are cast. Correct. Uh, but don't you just, but where would you go that you couldn't be not, followed? You, not Circus Circus. That's, well, <laughs> worth a shot. No. Uh, but if you do blend in there. Don't come back. I think back. that's actually how they hire people. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look around. Look at you. You're in. You're off on Friday. Um, and you know, you, you can't hide. Not really from the world and its problems. Your problems would look for you. But what if? At least in the short term, when the situation calls for it, what if you could employ the... Well, what if you could employ the second most popular answer to what superpower would you want to have? An incredibly large penis that shoots laser beams? Good Lord. (laughs) On Vaudeville, the hook would be downtown (laughs) with you by now. That's right! You can become invisible! Sort of. Everybody normally picks fly. You know, everybody gets fly. And the then flying, they usually I, think Why invisible. does anybody pick fly? I'm not sure because you didn't pick it like invincibility or super strength. So basically. If you're going to pick fly, pick teleport. No, right. Sure. Fine. But I'm saying like if you're going to fly, you need other things with it. Are you going to have a bunch of bugs in your eye and your teeth? You're going to shear your skin off if you do that. Pretty bad. You're going to freeze. You're going to crap. Anyway. Yeah. That's why we're going to be too invisible instead. Sort of. <laughs> if you're the right person in the right place at, at j- just asterisks all around. But cloaking, Phil, this week's science is all about cloaking. Oh. Quote. I'm actually, this is the business name. Invisibility Shield, that is a company, a startup, in fact, based in the UK, has used lightweight resinous materials and some tricks I'll glance past a bit later, Mm -hmm. combined with a keen understanding for optics, both in terms of science and the market. But optics, a subject near and dear to all of our hearts here in the whip around, uh, to create a very nearly and still incredibly effective, well, invisibility shield. Uh, and, and, And big... Big and here. Uh, the key il- element is that they are affordable invisibility shields uh, aimed at John and Jane Q public purchases. Oh, I mean, you know, who doesn't want to have one of those? You got to keep up with the invisible Joneses. Well, hey, right. Or at least where you presume that they are. You want to be near there, but not seen there. Correct. The American dream is one that's best done while hiding. Uh, now, while we can never fully trust anything presented as video evidence, right, our, our inability to freely examine the materials being used, the processes with any accuracy and dependability, if all are presented as a video from the people making the claim, what we're dealing with is a design to make money, let's be careful about the truth here, but affordable invisibility shield. So, here's what's going on. These things are made of some non-toxic resin composite that they're obviously more fun if it was toxic. I was just going to actually get some real powers. They even specified we used all. So it's apparently the process would have been simpler, cheaper in the short term, uh, and probably more fun to look at if they had used the toxic resinous. Yeah, I can imagine uh, by a mile. Anyway, the, the shields are about two inches thick. 
require no power source of any kind, looked like foggy shower doors, if you ask me, and come in two sizes for pre-order. We don't know when they're going to come out yet. Uh, uh, per S- Small and Alabama resident. Yeah. Uh, there's one running a, quote, standard three by two feet. And it's two inches thick. Uh-huh. For $394 and a 12 by eight inch version priced at $64. Now, with, with that one especially, I mean, if you think like a like a moderate-sized portrait, I guess, in a gallery, yeah, it's sure. somewhere around there, but it's not human height. So even if you go to the site that I can provide you with in the show notes, you'll even see when they prop this thing up, you got to sort of squat behind it or duck or whatever. But I guess if you want an invisibility shield, you're probably predisposed to ducking and getting down anyway. Uh, anyhow, anyhow, international shipping is included in both of those. Uh, apparently, they're using what they're calling a, quote, precision-engineered lens array to deflect light from the subject sitting behind the shield away from the observer. The lenses are oriented vertically to allow light from the subject to diffuse when it passes through the shield. The light from the subject's background is refracted toward the observer who cannot see the subject hiding behind the shield. And I'm telling you this, of all people, knowing there's plenty to say after, but bear with me one more sec. Yeah. Uh, now, the company's very clear that this this stuff does work at maximum efficiency when placed against simple backgrounds, quote, such oh. as foliage, grass, sand, and sky. You mean I can't put it in front of my Basquiat? You can't, but if you're ever falling out of control from the sky and you don't want anyone to see you until you hit the ground, you know, you can sort of fall at Surf it, it down. Guess, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. And no one will ever see it coming until suddenly that patch of sky squirts intestines <laughs> on the ground. Uh, anyway, but they add that it can, quote, also do the trick against buildings, rails, or painted lines. And this last bit is one of the two things I want to hit before I turn things over. So yeah, number one, uh, there's a video I referred to on the company's website that does at least seem to show how a figure moving behind the shield is rendered invisible in as much as they're swallowed by a slightly foggier version of where they were just headed, uh, if one were to really get a good look at it. But in the right context, this could be arguably invisible producing to anyone not paying fairly close attention. Uh, and that's in fairly highlight scenarios <laughs> head on. But anyway, uh, something we all need to remember with technology that relies on light, I think is that the tech almost certainly is presented to avoid a major truth. And that's that light moves, it changes, it's affected by a great number of factors. So a you know, quick point of major skepticism for invisibility shields, invisibility shield. Uh, and the second thing, and I'll end on this, turn things right over. Uh, this product is innovative on the consumer market, and I'll grant everyone that, but so would a bag of water with a mirror in it. Like that, <laughs> is that what they're doing? No, <clears throat> but would it do funky things in the right light at the right angle to the right person looking the right way? Yes. Um, but higher powered and better funded scientists, and Phil will agree with me on this, I'm sure, both private and government owned, have been at this sort of thing and this technology in more sophisticated ways for a long time. Uh, breakthroughs about it come every so often. I don't know how familiar you are with some of the specifics, Phil. Uh, I saw in the early aughts, big news in materials. Uh, new kinds of materials are able to be developed. More recently, image uh, like experimental image projection. They don't bend, but they add light. They actually add to an image to make something less visible. And since the idea remains the same, bend all light away from a subject. And, well, they can't be seen. <laughs> Funding, tech, and experience matter and then producing that result. That's why the most advanced and still in development stuff deals in, like, metamaterials, nanotech. Uh, So maybe don't be the first on your block to buy this thing, expecting anything major. But as a conversation piece and a means to bring attention to science in a pop culture-y way, well, I'd certainly like to see less of this. And by less, I mean foggier, but more.
thoughts? Questions, sir? Um, <clears throat> far be it for me to question any of the science on this show. That's not my position. But I, I, I how heavy is this thing? You know, because if it's two inches thick and it's what was it? Two by three was the larger version. Feels like that would be a heavy piece of plastic. Don't you think? Because it just seems yeah, three by two feet. OK, it was that. One. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking for the weight now because I remember seeing it. Three I by two I... feet, to be fair, is shield sized. Right. You know, exactly. so they're not, you know, I don't know what its defensive capabilities are. Uh, well, I'm sure it would stop spit. Yeah. I mean, there's that. that you know? Of course, as soon as it gets dirty is the next thing. I just mean, just over nine pounds. Nine pounds. Nine OK. Pounds. I mean, that's portable. Yeah. I, I guess the other thing that comes up is, you know, being on stage as though I am, is, you know, of course, you put anything on a set and you set it back far enough, at, you know, by perspective, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, the, skept- the, the cynic in me and the skeptic in me is like, well, wait a minute. You call this an invisibility shield if I'm they sitting do. here. So, yes, let's let's advertise this as military tech and make sure the opposing well. army doesn't see us coming because <laughs> they sit all right in front of us, right in front of our tanks that they don't see until the very yeah. end. Well, whatever is going on, I'm, I just assume that, like, the Chinese have a better version because they're probably using the toxic material. <laughs> right. They've probably got the, the upgraded version. Right. That also glows in the dark. Right. The soldiers all die at 20, but, I mean, you know, you're never going to see them. You're never going to find them. Yeah. Uh, which is problematic when you're trying to find a body. Right. Uh, the Follow other, your nose. The other thing that comes to my mind is just – I'll just end on this – is the only thing I can see this being in any way practical for is like a landscaping thing. I don't want to see the mm. hose in the backyard. Clever, so I'm yeah. going to hold the you – know, Or masking cables or whatever. Right, something like that. Form. Right. Just – that, but other – but like only from this spot. So right. like – Well, where from a couch you, to the TV. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which you, you know, know what? Gonna, real and estate now, agents will use this. Like thinking as thinking as a parent and be like, I don't want to see the kid sit here and the back of the chair is this thing and they're gone. <laughs> Just hey, had enough. Sit in the chair. I don't want to see you. You go to time out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess on that note, Phil, uh, let us take a breather, especially yep. you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're welcome for your science. Yes. And uh, thank you, by the way, for mentioning the nose thing, because we might have a dead body to find in act two. You're such a sicko. Doctor's log. Stardate. Whatever the hell it is. Still in search for Martian penis. The best we can hope for, however, right now is five stars. The best we can hope for this mission, some amount of success would be review. A nice review. Something positive out of this damn mission. Looking for Martian dongs all over the place. Subscriptions would be nice, too. Martian penis detected. Hope! Martian penis approaching. More hope! Martian penis opening fire. Damn it. Shield at jizz percent. (laughs) Well, it'd be nice to go out on a lot of subscribers. Martian penis. Martian penis. Martian penis, Martian penis, Martian penis, Martian penis. We're back. Oh. Welcome to the whip around. Clever. It's time for it's time for act two, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Knife, and, you know. And though I appreciate you literally being the light of the show with your optics and all that. Yeah. It's time to get dark. Right. And it's time for Phil's cabinet of the macabre. <laughs> That's weird. It is weird. You know, the cabinet. That's what it's called. Oh, that's right. Citizens, Sean, buddy, when you travel, you meet some interesting people. 
depending on where you go and why, you might run into people from all over the world with different professions, hobbies, interests, and sometimes you just click. Meet a fella or a lady that's easygoing, fun to talk to, and hey, happens to be a local, throwing a party that you're now invited to. Hey, all right. <clears throat> happens to everyone. Happened to Mr. Ronald Wu and Mr. Muhammad Doughty on their recent vacation to Hawaii. Fabulous Hawaii, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. <clears throat> and they met 23-year-old Juan Tejedor Baron. I assume that's how it's pronounced. I'm, I think I'm just going to call him Baron from, for the rest of the I like the that. Um, they thought they made a friend. Quote, he seemed very nice, actually, said Dowdy, which those are often very famous last words. Mm. The story fortunately doesn't end here for Dowdy or Wu. No, after hanging out and clubbing a few nights on vacation with, uh, on vacation with Barone, Wu and Dowdy get invited back to his exclusive Honolulu neighborhood and this swanky villa, which also, by the way, has reportedly been purchased for a cool $2.2 million recently. So fancy place, beautiful Hawaii gorgeous house partying like by all accounts it's very nice and it's hawaii i mean honestly in hawaii a double wide parked in the right spot would impress me you know it's got the views i'm in it's pretty nice spot it's got the views nobody else is around me i don't have to see people i don't care you know that is the dream isn't it right especially for you absolutely but well <clears throat> here's dowdy again re the house quote we didn't notice anything except that there's like a bar on the bedrooms, like you just can't enter easily. A, a bar on the bedrooms. Uh-oh. <laughs> Slightly strange, but hey, everyone has a room in their house they don't want people to go into, right? It's the one with the bed full of laundry you didn't fold, and maybe the room that's got the messy desk filled with the bills. Right. Maybe it's the one you keep barred suspiciously while having company over your house. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Although Dowdy and Moose probably started judging pretty hard when their friend, who they also traveled with to Hawaii, who is not named in this story, he's a John Doe. <gasps> JD! JD shows up. Oh no! His name is not released because uh, after they left and he was partying uh, uh, with Baron, that friend of theirs got a visit from the 5 0 for an 817. He was arrested for murder. Oh shit! But murder of whom? Now we got to hop in the time stream and back up about a month or so, and okay. you're going to encounter an, uh, an email that's sitting in the evidence locker from one Mr. Gary Ruby, age 73, sent to his brother stating that he was in love with a much younger man named Juan. <gasps> At about that time, Gary's brother stops hearing from him, and on March 7th, so now we're getting closer to the present again, yeah, yeah. the 5-0 get called in one more time for a welfare check to a swanky house. That had just sold for $2.2 million. Oh, no. In an exclusive Honolulu neighborhood. It's the house. It's the same house where everyone was partying but a few nights before. Oh. And uh, they didn't really listen to the uh, don't go into this room warning. And they went in the room and they did not find a pile of laundry. Oh. They found Gary Ruby's body in a bathtub covered in concrete, coffee grounds, and, quote, several insects. Suspicious. But if it wasn't Dowdy... okay? Yeah, yes, Sean. Uh, He's going to make it. Who? But if it wasn't Dowdy and Wu, then who? I'm, who's that one? Wait, Cindy Lou third base. <laughs> and it wasn't their friend, of course. It was Juan Tejedor Baron. Oh, no. Turns out after Baron. turns out after bricking. Ruby, oh, Baron. <laughs> turns out after bricking Ruby, Baron figured he might as well make the most of his time and spend it in Honolulu. Tried to claim ownership of the home and Ruby's Audi through various means, including you know an unsigned and unnotarized like title transfer. Um, but apparently, by the time the body was cold, 
Barone was also gone. Uh. He realized his time was up and he booked it back to the mainland. And in fact, March 9th, he was arrested by LAPD. He's not that smooth. Not quite. Mm. They found him hiding under the backseat of a Greyhound bus that was headed for Mexico. The backseat? Under the backseat of a Greyhound bus. idiot. And I I I really hope that when they approached him and they're like, Mr. Tejador Baron, and he was like, there's no one here. I was really hoping, but there's no report of whether or not he, he was able to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, he confessed to the, he has confessed they to the crime. He'd be dead. They would have <laughs> opened fire. Just shot him sure. right there. Through the seats, then <laughs> destroyed the bus, driven it off a cliff. Anyway, he can, uh, Barone confessed to the crime and saying that one day Ruby was choked. In, in the seats? Or is not, this well, later? this is after the arrest, so he didn't confess right there. Right. It took a minute. No on here? No? I, I, did. I did it. I did it. Can you please, <laughs> he was hoping. Can you please get up? He, he makes that thing and the cops are like, that was good. I'm glad. You know what? We'll give you another chance. Go ahead. We're going to let you go all the way to Albuquerque on this thing, yeah. but you got to get off there. Um, what Barone said was that he stated that one day Ruby was choking on a piece of food and he just thought he'd hurry along the whole inheritance process, slipped a belt around his neck, kept pulling till the lights went out. He then dumps Ruby in the tub and slits his wrist, probably realizes at that point nobody's going to buy that with the strangulation wounds around, around his neck. Oh, he had to die in concrete, had to drown Well, he, he grabs some concrete from the garage, fills right. up the tub. Not sure. enough, makes a Home Depot run, comes back, fills up the tub some more, and throws some coffee grounds on top. To Be- fool the... To just mask, Chihuahua, mask the I guess smell. It's kind yeah. of basically wander in the to neighborhood. To mask the smell. Because goodness knows, you know, if you find a tub full of concrete and even if you can't see a body, you're going to think to yourself, boy, I want that's the coffee grounds that are the problem. But what here. did the coffee grounds... Like? <laughs> All this to say it didn't work and Barona's now waiting extradition back, the- to, <laughs> back to Hawaii from the trial. As for Dowdy and Wu, they say they can't believe they spent so much time with a murderer. One last quote from Dowdy, quote, I believe he's a psycho killer because who would stay in that place for weeks with a dead body in there? Indeed, Mr. Dowdy. Boy, the people you meet on vacation. Am I right? Thoughts, Sean? Yeah, I one big one. And yeah, what I try to think about, you know, is you put yourself in the position of a germ. <laughs> Sorry. You put yourself in the position of someone in any given circumstance, like Norman Bates and Psycho. We're with you, so we're going to follow you as you try to get the car to sink into the tar pit. You know, it's like you're the villain, and yet we're like, uh, we're not in your corner, but we're like, we're at least interested in what you're doing. We want to see that you know what you're doing. Right. It's sick, but it's true that we're like, well, look, I'm following you, disembodied, so I guess I'm going to see you to your end here. I don't know how to explain it, Phil, but you get what I mean, I think. I think I do. And then for this guy to fill a tub with a dead body already, I hope you have a plan. Clearly not. You kind of don't. Now you're like extra killing it, slitting wrists. I'm off already. But then. Well, parent, I will say this. Apparently in the in the confession, he did say that he wanted to try to make it look like a suicide. So he did that. And then he realized that there was okay. no way it was going to work. But then he got. People sometimes say like criminals get lazy. This sounds like a special kind of lazy, or I don't get it's, it, because, hold on, because, where do you go from, ah, oh, fuck, I got this dead body in this tub, to, I know what I'll do, I'll make it seven times heavier. Right. This is, it's, the, it's the special kind of lazy where you put extra effort right. in. Right, because full tilt boogie is a thing, and it's because you are acting quickly, you are not thinking, you are out of your head, the adrenaline, this is not that. No, this, this is- This was dumb planning- and you know how heavy concrete bags are. Yes. It's not like 
in, in this house, as near as I mean, my guess is the bathrooms are not usually on the ground floor nor near the garage. So what's the idea? You're carrying eighty plus pounds, you know, of concrete. And up then now, the- what's the idea? Let's say for some somehow it was a perfect. It looked like out of Better Homes and Graves. It was a perfectly, <laughs> you know, concreted cube or whatever you want to call it. Par- Parallelos. What the fuck? Whatever the cl- I'm picturing a clawfoot tub. Uh, but uh, sure. But anyway, but, but, it, but it's, you know, it's nice, smooth off solid, of the top, right? right? Solid. And you say art. Is that your plan? I mean, what are you going to think? That's the plan? Really, again, what are you thinking when somebody walks in the room? Or do you think like, wow, that's weird. Why'd you fill your tub with concrete? We're being unfair. He did put the coffee grounds on It is also sprinkled with coffee grounds. Yeah, That is the artistic part. Right. Other than that, uh, what can I say except, you know, this is why people have trouble making friends. That's why I don't talk to anybody. Well, (laughs) this is why whenever I talk to someone, I assume, (laughs) can I... Are they going to be easier to carry than a bag of concrete, you know? And can we make it look natural? Right, right. And did I have the coffee? Did I save the coffee grounds from the morning coffee Ugh, in case Lord. I need to get rid of this? I buy, like, bottled coffee, or like liquid. You're, you're so already in trouble. I don't know what I would do. I was going to say. If you you re- buy- it's, hey, it's all that's separating me from chaos. You know what? I'm kind of happy that you don't have, like, otherwise I'd worry about that. But, yeah, citizens, do be careful if you're on vacation. You get invited. Just, you know, do what, do what I do. Don't talk to anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's a blast, folks. But we do have time for a game because there's no way we're leaving it like that. It's time for a quick real or bullshit burial traditions edition. Oh, what do I know about this? Ignominious burial of Mr. Ruby aside, there are lots of strange burial and post. Is that did I pronounce it correctly? Well, I mean, you had fun. Yeah, ignominious. Okay, we're just. uh, I'm not criticizing your language skills. I'm appreciating you for who you are. Oh, Dick. That's because I love you. Mr. Ruby aside, <laughs> there are lots of strange burial rituals throughout the world, and I've got a quick set of five rituals. Are these real send-offs from around the world, or am I leaving you just dead and buried with bullshit I made up? You. Sean. Yeah? Are you ready to play? I am. Give it to me. Give it to me! Ew. Japan. After a loved one has been cremated, it is tradition to have family members use chopsticks to pick the bones out of the ashes and place them in an urn, specifically working their way up the body, starting with the feet and moving up. Hmm. God, I don't know about this kind of stuff. Real? Oh, lucky guess. Lucky guess. Yeah. Lucky guess. Now I'm going to have to eat shit. I was going to say, there it is. Iran. Zoroastrian tradition says that a dead body defiles everything it touches, even if it's burned with fire. It defiles the fire. Hell of a hell of a thing to say. Wow. So they clean the body with bull urine and put it on top of a quote tower of silence, out of the way of the living for the vultures to devour. Real or bullshit? Oh boy, I confess I am not familiar with. Now, I know you've heard of a sky burial, right? Because right. I've done that in a, in a game before, but right. this is not that. This is the Tower of Silence treatment. Tower of Silence treatment. Well, uh, I don't know. I admit not knowing, so this really will be a swing. So I'm going to say that it's real. How'd I do that? Oh, man. It's like I'm playing in your backyard or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch you step. It's going to be a mound or three. Portugal. The wealthiest of families might have at one time opted for a Vela funeral. Vela is the Portuguese word for candle, and they would pour wax over the body, encasing it and preserving it. While most wax coatings are opaque, some are translucent, allowing you to display your dearly dearly departed for all time. See, this resembles something I do know. Oh. 
I wonder what I've stumbled upon by accident. What are you doing? Hmm. How many books have you read about burial traditions, by the way? Uh, more than you might assume. I was going to say, real. That one's actually bullshit. Okay, you got me. That's because I looked up the Portuguese word for candle and put it in there. That's <laughs> what made it so real. Okay. Sold it. But I know there – see, there is a – there's there, there are a lot that do encasings. I guess I was just too sloppy. I, I also feel like I picked the right <laughs> – as I'm writing this – let me peel back the curtain just for a second. As I'm writing this, I'm like I have the idea for the wax. I was like I just need to pick a country that seems like they might be into candles. <laughs> <laughs> Probably best to move right along, man. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Portugal. I bet they make a fine candle. <laughs> Portuguese candles. Dot P O R. I don't know what their country code is. Dot P. Not can't be P R. No. P O then, right? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. it, and nowhere else. Uh huh. The Philippines, a a country full of many many traditions, but specifically this one, I want to ask you about. People in the Cavite region often choose where they're going to be buried before passing. However, unlike picking out a burial plot in the garden, they get to choose a tree that is then hollowed out for them after they pass, and they are then in placed inside the tree, pretty much upright. Real or bullshit? <laughs> See, I just like them, and then I want them all to be real. So it's not, it's, I can't even tell them apart, I'm learning. It's more that I'm just so embracing of anything that's like, that's great for dead people. <laughs> so it makes no difference to me. I hope it's real. That one is. I had a feel. Okay, again, it's so familiar. Yeah. I'm happy. Good. I'm happy for them. I'm happy you're happy. I want happy. that one too. Listen, if I can make you happy, that's my job. So many ways to dispose of my corpse and only – I have only one You only one to give. To give, you well, know? Well, you know, I can cut you in half. Thanks. You're welcome. I mean, that gets me started anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. You're already a winner. You got three out of five. But one last one. Little, little victory lap here for you. Okay. South Korea. In a country where space is at an absolute premium and efficient use of resources is key, people are turning to technology to assist in their last rites. Specifically, a startup company will turn your dearly departed into roughly half a gallon of biodiesel that can be used to take your dearly departed for one last ride. (laughs) Okay, again. (laughs) I'm so happy for real or fictional, you know. Wow. Imagine that trip, huh? (laughs) You know, I mean, even if you hate them, you you drive <laughs> Just do burnouts like, with grandma in the tank. You know, we're going like, oh, I'm going to go to a Cowboys game. You know, and you like never a, wanted me to go here, and I'm right. driving. Yeah, you could. I never thought of this bike driving aspect of this. Hell yeah! Uh, Put them in the tank and then sell the car. Do you have to disclose that? I don't know. I, people's last will and testament. It would have a thing of like, I will cannot be driven to an Arby's. <laughs> I must not ever. <laughs> Living, dead, liquid, or solid, or gas. <laughs> be transported to or made to be at an Arby's. Uh, alas, though, I think it's bullshit. You got it. It sounds so great, though. Four out of five, my friend. Four was... out of five. You did really well. Thank you. You did really well. Thank you. And, um, hey, listen. Remember, folks, when you're out there, uh, you know, chip, chisel the body out of the, uh, out of the tub. Swipe those coffee grounds away. Freshen up. We'll be right back. With Act 3 and 3 for the road. Talk about breaking bad. You dip the brakes, you know, because they did it bad. It's always game day over at Potadelphia. Come relive the soaring highs and more often the crushing lows that come along with being a Philly sports fan. 
We cover the week's sporting news from national stories to those that are more Philly-focused, all from a fan's perspective. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 9.15 on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Potadelphia. You can also catch us live on the Painted Lines YouTube channel. If grabbing us on the go is more your speed, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. Probably not. Right. It's not going to help. We're beyond help, and we're back, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take that belt. Get the timer out. Yeah, I am. All right, get out while I format this. Hang on a second. Anyway, it is time for the fastest part of the show. It's time for Three for the Road. It's that part of the <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> That's the stinger for numbers. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> what is it? It's three for the road. <laughs> it ain't happening. It's that part of the show where we talk about real news stories that are burning a hole in our brains, but didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is. What we're going to do is volley back and forth three times a piece with 30 seconds to turn. And when that turn is up, you're hearing a little something like this. Which is Desley, the decibel, played admirably by Sean over there. Um, then we're going to take our turn, go back and forth three times a piece. I already said that, and then that's it. That'll be the show. Then we'll do some plugs and head on out of here until we hear you again next week or tomorrow or right now again if you're really listening to us a lot and you want to just replay the episode. Sure. Anyway, I did a whole lot of talking in Act 2, so I'd like my Union 30 break, and that means, Sean, you, sir, will be going first. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> if you can pull yourself <laughs> together. Uh, Sean, so yeah. what is your preferred burial method? Uh, resumation still. Okay. And, uh, if you were going to be encased in concrete in a tub, what flavor coffee grounds would you like sprinkled on your, on your encasement? I actually hazelnut, but I want it sprinkled on my foot that's sticking out of the concrete. Are you go? Mm. Uh, and shut up and take the sweat of my brow news. A plucky Japanese factory slash store is fusing snazzy foot fashion and fitness. Suki socks is perfect for anyone who's ever wished exercise led to immediate rewards as they have folks uh, knit their own unique socks while pedaling away on a stationary bike oh, for about fun. 10 minutes. And I think it's amazing. Quote, factory visitors choose the size of the socks as well as the colors of the threads they want to use. So a specialized staff connects the threads to the machine and when they're done, it's time to pedal. After which the staff sew the toes and press finish the knitted socks on the spot so you can take them home with you. And now in the era of the big dumb thing, they have an online option where global patrons can basically assign management members to pedal for them after which quote knitting proof the, uh, the knitting process is then uploaded on social media as proof and with a pair of unique socks bike woven by Japanese management costing a mere 1850 American sock it to me in it's just been revoked news. Uh, oh. Guardian, Guardian civil officers in the Spanish legion of, uh, region of La Roja, which is Spanish for the Roja, uh, pulled over a man driving erratically. The un- un- unidentified 28-year-old, I guess a Wando, was asked to produce identification, which he turned over immediately and claimed, <laughs> claimed diplomatic immunity. His doc showed he was a citizen of Republica Errante Menda Lorenda, which translates to the Wandering Republic of yours truly. Turns <laughs> out you can buy a BSID online for about 60, uh, 76 euros, and despite what they claim, they carry zero diplomatic weight or legal immunity, so they tested JD for drugs, and yeah, he ate some marijuana at least Madeline's, hence the erratic driving, and ended up fining him 2,001 euros for offenses, such as providing false info, driving on the phone, and stuff like that. But remember, folks, diplomatic immunity didn't work, and lethal weapon is not going to be con- uh, conferred by an ID you buy, on, m- buy online. So leave Riggins and Murtaugh out of this. Uh, 
And headlines I had to fully extract for you. One Italian-style eatery in England is on the hunt as of late March to reunite a full set of teeth with their owner who left them behind all <laughs> around the 19th. Literally a full set of teeth was left at Barclay Pizza and Prosecco Restaurant in Britain's Royton District after a particularly bustling night of food and beverages. Barclay Pizza's owner, Emma Whalen, said, quote, we had a party upstairs and it was busy downstairs as well. We didn't find the teeth until the end of the night. Oh That's when a manager noticed choppers on the floor next to the bar as no one was stumbling around gumming for some teeth while speaking only in muddy vowels. The business took to social media. In fact, thanks to the spike in attention and sales, the restaurant is offering free pizza for life to whomever claims the damn dentures. So I did, I did, I come back. It's the grossest Cinderella story ever. In the continuing adventures of in the continuing adventures of Florida Man News, Thomas Eugene Colucci, uh, forty one of uh, Spring Hill, more recently of Hernando County Jail, was actually doing something sort of responsible. Mm-hmm. See, he just bought two small bags of drugs at a bar and was told that they were meth, but he had his good, doubts. Good. So once he got home, he tried uh, what he thought was meth, and he decided the best thing to do was to call nine one one to see if he could have some officers come out and authenticate the drugs. Officers were happy to oblige, and when they <laughs> arrived, Colucci told them he was an experienced drug user and knew what meth should feel like, and he quote wanted to uh, put the person in trouble for selling bum drugs. <laughs> Ah. Good news. They tested it. It was sure enough it was meth, and he was immediately arrested and charged wow. with possessing a meth and paraphernalia. Folks, don't do meth or any hard drugs. But if you do, get them for a dealer you trust rather than risk, risk winding up like Florida Man. That's a double play. Uh, uh, what are you doing? Bad. And in gay save the day again news, hey. Fesco, a four-ish-year-old, probably German Shepherd mixed dog from North Carolina, was abandoned at an area shelter, quote, for being gay earlier this month, oh, but has now been adopted by a lucky and deeply superior couple to whomever ditched Fesco in the first time asked place. Per Charlotte News, uh, it was mid-March when fucking JD, I guess, dropped off a male dog after witnessing it huffing another male dog, concluding that this meant dog was gay, and gay was apparently bad, and look, animals are gay all the time, look it up, it's natural, and oh no, now your dumb brain is melting. Anyway, humping among dogs doesn't even mean gayness, but we can hope. Point is, Fesco looks delighted in pictures posted with permission of new owners, quote, Steve Nichols and his companion, John, who say they adopted a abandoned puppy on Tuesday because they, too, had encountered discrimination. And that is a double word score on irony. Well played, boys, and congrats on the better owners, Fezzy. And finally, in I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking wine news. Snake, <laughs> snake wine, long thought to be an aphrodisiac, still popular in some cultures, I basically real that. wine has snakes in the bottle. An unnamed man uh, in Hyongjang, uh, JD. I, China, uh, Jundo, then maybe, uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes found that that snake is not, is not really just for show. Suffered from, uh, guys suffered from chronic illness, nothing helped, so he bought three uh, poisonous snakes, soaked them in a barrel uh, with wine for over a year. Imagine a surprise when opening the barrel, the motherfucker snake wrecked it, resurrected itself and bit him. Man is okay, but was treated as a hospital. Apparently, it's not the first case of snakes attacking from a fermented hiding place. Snakes can enter a dormant state where harsh environments, uh, and so long as there's a little air, they can live for years. So, folks, it's game over. Wild boars are coming for us. They already got the cocaine cartel funding this operation. Now they're ambushing us in our own alcohol. Game over, man. Game over. Nobody fucking listens to me about the animal uprising, and now they're ambushing me from my drinks. Every time. God damn it. Every time. Sean, do we have anything to plug? Um, <clears throat> a little advertisement for Caroline Laporta, our webmistress and quite quite the, the lovely platonic friend for me and uh, much, much closer uh, within plugging distance even <laughs> – uh, often with Phil. Anyway, uh, she has a uh, has a whole line of products. Uh, the redheaded tailor uh, on uh, in the, the tick and then and then the talk and the Etsy shop. Yeah, magician's assistant. Yeah, and uh, you know she takes specialized orders. So hey, uh, you know you got uh, you got uh, what you got uh, spring ahead. 
Yeah. Uh, what's big in Mother's spring? Day. You got Mother's Day. So why don't you get something for uh, the mother figure in your life? You can talk to Caroline about it, uh, whether it's something for, uh, I don't know, a, f- a fur mom. Some, some people do that. Uh, a human mom or some kind of alien space strange thing. I don't know what you're into, but Caroline Laporta can absolutely fashion it with her Broadway-level talent. Broadway-level talent. And uh, Hollywood-type experience. Hello! Uh, but check that out. Redheaded Taylor. On the uh, the tick and the talk and the uh, Instagram and NC uh, at uh, the magician's, magician's assistant, assistant, which I've always said perfectly. You know what doesn't need high fashion? No sports. Yeah, because you know what these they get dirty and smelly, and they have to do laundry after every game. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in changing athletes' clothing. Right. But you know who does it really tidily every week? Or the yeah. Folks on Potadelphia. Oh, yeah. The only Philly sports show that matters. Hockey. Bringing you Philly sports. Baseball. With a Philly attitude. Basketball. Whatever exactly that implies. Playing the zone. And all these Full terms, press. I'm sure, are things that they will talk about every week. You can find them on the Painted Lines YouTube Daisy channel. Chain. They they even broadcast the on the Facebook. position. And, and now it's getting sexual. And the hype dogs. And then that happened, too. And then the Bro- Brooklyn Brawler. Anyway, every week. And then also on the podcast, they come out every Wednesday. So after you listen to us, you know, three, four, five mm-hmm. times and tell people about rope. us, go give them a listen. Horses. They'll appreciate it, too. Horses. Everybody that works on that show, including including Dave and Josie June. Once again, every Wednesday we're Fine Pods, our cast. Hey! <laughs> that was dramatic. Hey. Hey. You know who else is deserving of some respectful attention immediately now? Who would that be? Citizen Gabby! Who uh, is on Instagram uh, at that very name, yes. Citizen Gabby, and every week uh, she uses her artistic talents, her online design presence to put together shirts and, and with graphics on it that she takes from silly and ridiculous things that we say every week. She puts and them she together. she makes them look fantastic. And makes our silliness look really, really cool. And not um, just our silliness. She has art from other sources of inspiration, absolutely too. Absolutely right. Although, I'm going to be honest, I'm, you know, I'm a little partial to that. And she's a stuff. loyal citizen, too. She's wonderful. So check her brought, out. Brought us a, cat, a truck full of children's caskets that's right a how many of you other citizens have ever done that full of kitty caskets no which one. is a little dark that's a little dark citizen gabby casket bringer <laughs> artist <laughs> that's right ferocious job uh <laughs> yeah other than that do we have anything else we wanted to talk about i mean just the normals you know find us on uh, all the social medias yeah. facebook and instagram follow yep. us yep. and uh of course there's the whiparoundpodcast.com if you want to reach out please do so any of those the social medias or gmail.com absolutely talk to us directly yeah share the shows share the posts and things like that and With your uh, enemies even yeah tell your friends let the people you hate know yeah let let us torture I bet them you couldn't listen to this Never. But you couldn't get through one. Never. I bet you couldn't stream. I bet you couldn't just rock all the way through all these because you're a punk bitch. That's exactly what you need to tell everybody you don't like. Punk bitch. Espe- Are you a citizen? I'm going to do that. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that feels like that feels like a show, show, a show, my friend. My name is. Yeah, right. I'm Sean. <laughs> a show, sure. I'm Sean. Show, sure. And I'm Phil. And I think it's time that we let you know how very much we love you. No matter what happens, by the way, encased in concrete or otherwise. Coffee grounds forever. Bye.
three for the road. It's that part. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs>